Tom Bernard Show with... Heather McDonald. JB. Shy. Melissa Kirk. Andy Rampernard. We'll be right back. Kick things off. House comedy. Tonight. Tomorrow night. Are you doing a Sunday show? I don't. No, I didn't I'm just see, doing I didn't think so. two yeah. shows Friday, two shows Saturday night. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I, I looked at the. I didn't think you were doing Sunday. I just wanted to make sure, though. Okay. Yeah. You know, in case Shy dropped the ball, didn't have it up there. You know. No, no. no. Just no. come tonight or tomorrow. I like it. We'll be right back. More with Heather right after this Tom Bernard show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. What's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I I appreciate that. Um, But I guess the key is is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive is a Minnesota family-owned business. It started in the 50s. It's grown by leaps and bounds, especially in the past few years, and they now have 23 dealerships spread across two states. The Walzer way includes upfront, no-haggle pricing on every single new and used vehicle they sell. If you change your mind, no problem. Check out Walzer's three-day return and 30-day exchange policy. I'm a customer, my family are customers, and many of my friends have bought cars from them. The Walzer way is really different, and I know you'll be pleasantly surprised. For great deals on new or used Acura, Audi, Buick, BMW, Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, GMC, Honda, Hyundai, Jaguar, Jeep, Land Rover, Lexus, Mazda, Mercedes, Mini, Nissan, Porsche, Ram, Subaru, or Toyota, go to Walzer.com, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, Heather McDonald's studio with us, of course. JB's here. I'm going to yell at Andy now because of something you did to me yesterday. Mm-mm. Mom, you were takes, even in yesterday. I know, but I went to Costco with your mom. Oh, we went to Costco yesterday, which is right about a block from his. It's right over here. I love months. Costco. I don't mean to brag, but I'm, I'm a platinum member. See? I don't mean to brag, but we're, right. we're pretty happening. We like a. We're, we're an executive membership family as well. I love uh, the Kirkland Cabernet. Do you? Mm. Of course. Why not? We I love. Mean, we love Costco. I get some wine in the car as you go down and get it. You okay. get all hammered. Uh, so, and my wife, Catherine, says our son, Andy, mm-hmm. you got to try the chicken bakes. I love how noisy that's, the Keurig Yeah, that Keurig is. doesn't make any noise at all. That's yes. Great. I thought the subway was coming by. <laughs> he said, you got to try the chicken bakes. Uh-oh. They're these. What Melissa and I get. What are, what, it's like a. It's basically a calzone, except instead yeah. of red sauce, I think it's there's white chicken. sauce like on chicken it. Chicken and cheese. Chicken yeah. and cheese. 
So bad, as a matter of fact. What? It tasted bad or it's bad no, no, for no. you? No, no. Oh, I'll The bad part sit. is Catherine and I ate one on the way home from Costco. <laughs> That's how good it was. <laughs> That's how good it was. And they're $3. Yes. <laughs> and they're $3. They're did delicious. You Wait, so they, are they at like the place where you buy the food? Are you saying yeah. that, or yeah, yeah, get the pizza like where you get the, the soda and the ice yeah. creams oh, and stuff? Man, okay, are they good. All right, and phenomenal. What were you saying? Did you most? share one, or did you get? We shared one. one. Yeah, you that's what can't we eat one to yourself. You'll we get also, sick. We also got the wisps. You know, the little Parmesan wisps that come in a the bag. They're like little oh. pieces of Parmesan, like I that. No, I don't. Oh, know. oh man. Do they have churros at the Minneapolis Costco? The Minneapolis one? Oh, we're, I don't oh, no, know, wherever we are. I don't even know where we are. Right oh. uh, yeah, it's a suburb of Minneapolis. I'm just saying, because I'm from but, L.A., so we have churros, but maybe that's because we have a higher Mexican population. I don't, I don't know. think so. I didn't see any. I gotta bring they something might. up to you. I'm glad you brought up Mexicans. What? Uh-huh. I saw this movie. <laughs> he goes, what? Oh, he's going to talk about the movie. <laughs> I saw this movie. What? Called, what was the name of it again? Oh, what the Crap, hell was what the was it called? Um, it had some stupid name. Oh, it's called Out of the Dark. Okay. I'm one of those guys. I grew up Catholic, so I am Catholic it, too. You get that Halloween deal cooking, and it's huge for me. I start October for well, his his birthday is October 26th. Then there's Halloween. Then my birthday is November 7th. Then there's Thanksgiving. Then there's Christmas. Yes. Then there's New Year's. It's a phenomenal three month run. Right. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching this movie called Out of the Dark. Horrendous, terrible movie. It's about it's from 1989. Okay. Well, this guy in a clown mask was before It. A guy in a clown mask. Or when did he write It? I don't even know. Oh, I think It's pretty old. It's probably older than that. But, but anyway, he's killing people. And he chases this woman into a park. And there's a Mexican family that lives across from the park. 86. 86. So okay, technically, technically well, that was a ripoff of It. Mm, probably was. <laughs> so the Mexican woman says to her Mexican husband, you have to go out and help her. So he goes out and tries to help her, and the killer, the clown guy, hits him in the back of the head with a shovel and literally cuts the top of his head off. Now, here's the weird part, and maybe you could figure this out for me, okay? So the cops come to the Mexican woman's house whose husband was killed. Okay. And they said, would you go in the park with us and kind of tell us what you saw from the doorway and where it all took place? She goes, absolutely. So they're in the park, and the cop talks, and then somebody else talks, and then they show the Mexican woman. And every time the Mexican woman is on the screen, there's a mariachi band playing. Oh, my God. I'm not kidding you. And by the way, her credit is Mexican woman. That's that's her credit in the movie. Well, it's... well thank God, 30-plus years later, things are different <laughs> in entertainment today. It's ostensibly a comedy. Yes. So I think they were trying to be funny, and they just didn't really it's know like... how to be funny. The only time the mariachi band was playing was when she was on the screen. So they'd go back to the cop, and it would stop playing. It's like, what? It's so <laughs> That is I, horrible. Right. 30 years ago was a whole different deal. Maybe oh your surround God, system yeah. was broken. When you're, talking, yeah, when you're right. speaking about Halloween and birthdays, so my son, oh. is uh, his birthday is October 29th. Oh, there you and, go. And I, um, I, I had cramps that day to give a birth, you know. And the, and the, the doctor goes, you can go home. And you'll probably have the baby in a couple days, or I can give you a shot, and you'll have the baby by five tonight. So I'm like, well, I don't want my child to have October 31st as his birthday, like a little devil baby, like a weird <laughs> thing. He always has to share it with the other yes, holiday. Say, yes. So I'm like, yeah, I'll, do, I'll have the baby today. 
just the other day, we're talking about his birthday. He goes, yeah, because if mom didn't take that shot, I would have been bored on Halloween and had a cool birthday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're boys literally, think I get cool. blamed for when you came out of me. Like no. for oh, the, yeah. the, <laughs> It's your fault. It's my fault. How, did, you know how would fault? I have known that he would have rather had his birthday on October 31st? I was I'm born sorry. five days before Halloween. So, Would you have wanted a Halloween birthday? Or no? Hmm. See, I, I would have thought it was cool when I was a teenager. Yeah, but now I, would, I wouldn't care. Like I have friends that are like Christmas Eve and she was born two days before Christmas, things like that. And they they always say that it's a combo gift. They they yeah, don't get right, the celebration that right, they would get yeah. if their birthday was in June. So I just was True. like, let me not have you on a holiday. You know, I growing up as I said, I went to Catholic school for the first nine years of my life. Uh, I did twelve, thank you. You did the whole twelve? Oh, full blown! Where, and my kids up? are in Catholic school now. Are they? Yeah. Where did you grow up? Woodland Hills, oh, right LA. In, oh, you did. Okay. Yes, actually, people are born and raised in the in LA. Not many. Yes. Um, no, actually, our school has so much alumni; it's crazy. That's wonderful. And I told the principal, I go, "You need to market the fact that we have so many alumni parents. Like, hey, I wasn't molested. I brought my kid back here. That should be your marketing plan because our school was unscathed. That's, that's I'm just true. saying that's to good. an outside person, they're like, "How could you send your kids I, to Catholic school?" I'm like, "I, I had a great experience." It's funny because. The number of Catholic priests who do that kind of thing is right in line with the general population. It is, yeah. But there are no people, more priests that do it. For right. some reason, people think yep. that priests are way more likely to do it, even though they're not. They're, they're not more mm. likely to do it. Yeah. It's true. It's horrible. Anyway, go on. I mean, that part's horrible. I'd, like I said, I had a great experience. I never even heard rumors of that when I was going to Catholic school. I went to Catholic school, and there was no there problem. Was, I, I there, never heard You it. know, but a lot of people didn't speak up back then. That's why. Yeah, but I don't think it ever happened. In my neighborhood... Hopefully it didn't. It was a pretty tough. You know road what's to really sad about any breakdown, but any weird pedophile, is they they seek out the child who's maybe it's a single mom or she's got two jobs. They don't they they or the kid that's you know struggling. Some they don't they don't pick out the the quarterback of the football team who yeah, has, whose right. parents are both married right. and the mom's there doing PTA. That's right. not the victim they choose. So yeah, it's like. Right. That's the other part, which is kind of really sick and sad about it all. I really understand that whole thing. It, it just amazes me. It really does. I was just talking, as a matter of fact, at a meeting over at the radio station, and we were talking about this, and, you know, there's certain people that, you know, anytime you've got a hundred people in the same building, somebody's going to be having an affair or something. I love, I love juicy shit like that. Sorry, can I, can I say that? <laughs> juicy yeah, stuff. It's not a problem. I, I love um, infidelity stories. So what's this one? Tell me. How do you know it's infidelity? I'm not saying. Well, you said an affair. But wouldn't an affair be someone? I suppose it has cheating to be. on yeah, their spouse. Yeah, Otherwise, it's not an affair. Otherwise, you're just dating. You're just dating. That's true. You're just dating. So I said, you know, it came up. It was like apparently. A couple of people were just taken aside and saying, you have to stop this. You can't do this. It's not good. Oh so they turned to me and they go, did you ever have an affair? I said, no, and I have proof that I've never had an affair. I said, what's your proof? I said, I'm still alive. Exactly. Because if I had, I better never fall asleep because my wife would have killed me. To this I, day, she still would. I told my husband early on, I go, listen. If you ever have an affair, I have a plan. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> okay, act, Catherine. I'm gonna act like everything's fine. Sure. We're gonna be that couple that had a very amicable divorce. We all got along, everything. And then, like four years later, when you're not expecting oh, it, I love it, then you end up being killed. And then I'm not a suspect because they're like, well, certainly no. it's not her. They had such She'd a great, they had ago. such a great post-divorce yes. life. But no, I will tell you, there was a guy, program director, radio. 
he said he had one dalliance in his entire married life. So it wasn't an affair. He just had sex with one woman one time. That's right. bad. Is. I know it's bad. I'm not saying it's any that's good. That's an affair. One dalliance. He makes that's it sound so I nice. Thought. No, I wasn't trying to make it sound nice. I always but thought he, that was an affair. Yeah. It is an affair. I suppose it is an affair. Anyway, so I don't have affairs, so I don't know what they're called. Right. You know. Um, I don't know the hip new lingo. <laughs> this guy... Well, he was a southern guy. So he's telling us, you know, I'll tell you something, man, it's kind of a tough deal because I got divorced because I, I, you know, one time I cheated on my wife and I went home and I felt so bad about it that I told her. Now, first of all, even if I did, I would never tell her because why do you want to hurt her? Well, you know, that's something I've seen like in talk shows and whatever therapists will say, like, you you might want to tell them because you want it off your chest, but right. if, but if you're if if there's no way they're going to find out, and you want to spend the rest of your life with this person, and you that was just a thing that happened right. in Vegas once, right. you absolutely should take it to your grave. I love how you threw Vegas in there. Whatever it was, <laughs> I'm just saying if it was I like not that. someone that you're continuing to talk to. Yes, I so this guy. Uh, so I'll tell you what happened when you know we ended up getting divorced, and I'm very. Uh, very sad about that uh but i i went home and told her and she said well i understand you know that nobody's perfect and all the rest of it you know i i understand you had one affair i don't do it again i'm just telling you but i can forgive you for one time then i went to sleep and what woke me up was the sound of my own voice screaming she hit him in the face with a cast iron skillet Oh, my God, that must have hurt. Can you imagine how much that hurt? Oh, my God. You're asleep. No, I really can't. Wham! Oh, God. He said his own screaming woke him up. Oh, my God. And so so then after that, he got his face fixed and then got divorced or what? She dumped him. Apparently, after she clocked him, she just left. Oh, my God, that would be a horrible way to wake up. Somebody clocked you with a frying pan? Oh, you better leave. You better leave. You better leave. Oh, oh, if I hit you in the face with a, with well, a frying pan? Well, this was in response to him cheating. So. Yeah. It was cheating. Well, dang, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just After saying. she forgave him. Oh, you forgave well, him she still, said yeah. she forgave him. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Right at mm. our clock, you have said I forgave you. What yeah. are you, <laughs> you going to do? So how long have you been married? 18 years. I have a question, and I yes. don't mean to be a smartass about this, mm-hmm. but it was this one happened yesterday. Okay. My wife was here, Cassie is here, and then uh, Colleen Justice, she's a local talent, very mm-hmm. nice person, very funny. And she said, yeah, I just, you know, my son is blah, blah, blah. I said, what? She said, yeah, my son's like 21 or something. I said, how old are you? She said, I'm 45. I said, you don't look anywhere near that old. And I looked around and I said, as a matter of fact, none of you women ever look as old as you actually are. Oh, that's nice. It's not, a, well, it's not nice. It's true. Yes. Like, I would have guessed you to be, like, early 30s. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. No, I, but I would have, though. I, I, listen. <laughs> She's I'm sad, lucky. Listen. No, it's so funny because yeah. my, I came home one day and my husband goes, Oh my God! I have the I have news that'll make you so happy. I go, what he goes, Drake, our son saw our wedding picture, and my son said, "Oh my God, Dad, you look so much younger here, but Mom looks exactly the same." <laughs> well, and I go, so now we're, we're only. I go, and I say that I go. Sometimes I'll be like, "Look how good I look, Peter," and then you're like, 
gray, you know, and everything. Of course, I dye my hair. And he's like, <laughs> well, he goes, well, now I have a trophy wife. Now we look see? like we're only five and a half years apart, but now it looks like we're more like 10 years apart. God, I heard or so. horrible comment one time about that very phrase. What trophy <laughs> wife? We, we, were at a, we were at a party. That's back when I used to, I don't, I don't drink anymore. Okay. Because I just get far too angry. But anyway, so we're at a party and this guy is always, everybody he worked with, he bragged about how beautiful his wife was. Now to him, she's beautiful, good. That's the nice yeah. thing, right? And so they're standing there and thank God the guy didn't hear him. Mm-hmm. But he comes with his wife and one of my coworkers says, I thought he said he had a trophy wife. And the other guy said, well, he didn't say the trophy was for first place. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, that is cold. That's pretty funny. That's t- well, it's funny, yes. but it is cold as hell, yes. man. He didn't say it was for first place. That's about as cold as it gets. Yeah. So how, how many kids do you have now? I have three. You have three? Yes. And they're old? Well, my stepdaughter is a sophomore in college, and then my sons are 15 and 12. That's amazing. Yeah. Isn't it great? It is. It's been, it's really is fun. I, I really actually like them being this age a lot. Oh, yeah. Like they're, you know, once they can like carry their own suitcase. Yeah. You know, <laughs> things like that That's make good, life yeah. a, a lot start. better. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then they're just like funny and we watch certain shows together and we like hate watch certain, certain shows. So I love that mm-hmm. they're like, want to you know do stuff like that with me and uh they're funny so it's it's good they're they're good so far you know they really don't want to ever leave the house that's the only weird thing you know especially with nowadays because they can talk to their friends while playing the video games yeah and they just don't have like a big desire to like do stuff and part of it i'm like this is great because they're going to be gone one day i want to exchange have all this time with them the other part i'm like Dude, like, you are you ever gonna get like a girlfriend or be social or anything? You know, like, no, but that's the way I felt about my stepdaughter who I raised. And when she got to college, she is very social now and she has a boyfriend and she's doing great. So I'm like, maybe I just have a family of like late bloomers. I no, don't know. They're all, de- they're all delayed now. Yeah. <laughs> and and, yeah, and no, in a lot of ways, they're delayed in everything yeah. dating, yeah, they, they don't want to drive. My son even says, all of his friends, no, so many people don't want to drive because they're like, Mom, I'd rather you drive so yeah, I can look on my phone or I just get an Uber. They're too, they're, and yeah, they're too, they're too hooked into their parents yeah. wanting, yeah. either wanting or have done everything for them. And I work at a college mm-hmm. at the main university here in town. And, and this story will continue right after this break. <laughs> okay. okay. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company called XCheck. Tom, it's a payment app we developed. We wanted a simple application that was safe and secure, easy to use, and a way in which you could pay the kid who cuts your grass, shovels your snow, way you could split a dinner check without having to exchange cash, without having to write a check. The app processes the payment, puts it right into the receiver's account literally the same day. It's free to our customers. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. This is Tom Why Not Bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about XCheck. Member FDIC and equal housing lender, Mike is a disaster. Now, wait a minute. You better cut out that. <laughs> Tommy. 
<laughs> Tommy, 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 Tommy. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Whiting Clinic has changed their name to include their two specialties, LASIK and cataract surgery. Whiting Clinic is best known for their amazing LASIK results and ability to enhance thousands of lives by restoring vision to clarity without the need for glasses or contacts. You've heard me rave about them for years. You know that. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm a perfect example of their good work. You know what I'm saying. I see so clearly now. When my clear LASIK vision started to fade due to cataracts, Whiting Clinic took care of me again and have the most advanced lens technology so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you're over 60 and have noticed your vision starting to fade, call the experts at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. To learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020. That's 855-554-2020. And please tell them Tom sent you. We are back, and now I, I'm mad at Andy because of the chicken bake. Mm-hmm. And now I'm mad at Chai because she brought me a cookie. That thing smells and feels, it's very moist. I haven't tasted it yet. So <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. It, what's the name of the place downstairs? I like to give people credit. You know what? I couldn't even tell you. Does anybody know? I think know it's called them? the kitchen. Is it I think kitchen? it is called something like that. my receipt. It's like Ed's kitchen. Oh, that's where you got that at? Uh, Ed's kitchen. Oh, you got a cookie too. Heather got a cookie. Yeah, nope. she's it's so it's nice. It's she got me one. <laughs> the name of the place is not. Ed's kitchen. Oh, is it? Because it's not on mine. Oh, yes. Yeah, Very nice. Ed's kitchen. Giant chocolate chip cookie. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Giant chocolate chip cookie. Oh, it all works out in the end. Um, no, I was it? I was going to finish up. No, that's right. You were going to finish. And now university. back to yes. JB's story. <laughs> work, I work with college athletes. Yes. Um, different sports, and they're all used to their parents doing everything for them, and now they can't sink themselves out of a wet paper bag. Wow. Well, now they're starting to introduce classes for people to so they can learn how to do stuff. <laughs> like, this is how you toast bread and, like, things well, to help and you'd the kids. Be, and you'd be shocked. They don't. And my son, I have a son who's out of college. He's a couple of years on, uh, younger than yeah. Andy. And, um, Born on my birthday, by the way. Yeah, he was. Really? Oh. He was. Uh, on his 25th birthday, I received this drunken text. And the reason why I know it was drunk, it was 11.30, after 11.30 at night. Right. And it was on his birthday. And he thanked me for giving him the skills to live on his own. Because he, oh, from 8th grade nice. on, he lived with me because he and his mother... And I are divorced, but right. he moved in with me at eighth grade. And that gave him, it's like, you're going to learn how to cook. You're going to learn how to iron. Right. You're going to learn how to clean the bathroom. You're going to learn how to do this, that, and the other. So when you move out, because you are going to move out, you're not going <laughs> to live are, with me. Right, <laughs> you're going to move out. And I said, you're doing a lot later than I did. I said, I did it at 18. I moved, not only moved out, but moved to a different state mm-hmm. than where my family was. And I said, when this happens, you won't fall apart. And he said, yes. At that, on that, in that text, he said, thank you for giving me the skills to handle whatever life throws at me. Whereas he said his friends, when something happened, all panic. And the first thing they do is reach yeah. for their phone and call their parents. Right. So did you also teach him to take two aspirin and drink a whole lot of water before he passes out? Because that's also a life skill of how to prevent a hangover. <laughs> well, I, that is I, very true. You know, he, he's not a big drinker. Yeah. So that night he probably had he probably, two beers. Yeah, probably so, had a hangover. Well, right. my, my son, it was my husband. I was on the road and he's like, "Oh, I went on the 
you know, I wanted the roof to deal with something with the cable and I accidentally cut something. So now we're not going to have uh, internet for like the weekend. Thank so God. then I call him later and he goes, oh my God, I told, I told Drake, the 15 year old, that we were going to have internet for the weekend. Life. He goes, he got on YouTube, he climbed up on the roof, <laughs> he watched a video, he put it together and he goes, dad, we need to go to Best Buy and get this one part. And I'm like, so they'll learn how to do, do something so. if it means yes. no internet. They will figure <laughs> it out like MacGyver style. So. Pretty much all of my life skills I learned after I moved out because I needed to. Right, yeah. But it, it's funny how <laughs> it's I have true. to send emails to them wow. stating, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, just to get them, and I'm talking about the athletes I deal with, just yeah. to like have them pick up their uniforms and drop back off their uniforms. Because if you don't give them step by step, then they'll look at you and go, what was I supposed to do? Right, yeah. It's like, holy crap. You had know. one life skill when you still lived with us. <laughs> Because he used it all the time. Here's his li one life skill he learned. My dad's going to kick your <laughs> No, I he, didn't. Yes, you did, too. You told several people that, which I thought well, was Yeah, funny. when I was yeah. like four. <laughs> well, with my, it doesn't matter how old you were. With my stepdaughter, when we were teaching her how to drive, we went down to the grocery store, which is just you know, a couple streets, and I'm teaching her, you know, and then she goes, and now where? I go, now we're just going to go home. She goes, okay, which way? I go, what? <laughs> We've lived here for over 10 years. Right. Are you telling me you don't know how to get home? She's Didn't like, no. So then, after, so then yeah, after that, now with my boys, I'll like be like, this is Ventura Boulevard. <laughs> the, the perpendicular streets are these. The parallel streets are these. This so is the one. I'm, like, I'm starting to like make them aware because I'm – but it, it was like all of that has make, made us dumber. You know, We had to memorize yeah, numbers. True. We had to remember how to get to the place. So then mm -hmm. the next time we go to that doctor three months later, they, we would have remembered, oh, this is where we get off. Right. No, every time you just keep plugging in your home address, you're like, you should know how to get home at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, seriously. Yeah, people do. They just they plug it in and they let yeah. the car do all the work. Which is, you know, it's, it's a, a great plan. invention, but then you think, okay. I don't okay. like it. I never use GPS. I hate it so much. I oh, my God, I love it so much. Do you really? Most people yeah. do. I hate it. Because I was someone that always got lost and confused. And so so it's like, I, I appreciate hearing that woman tell me where to go. I really hate GPS <laughs> on vacation. She's aggressive on my phone. <laughs> You know, well, because if you miss the thing, then they're like rerouting, like all annoyed. Yeah. You're like, all right. I feel like the I'm tone's a little, yeah. like, you know, calm so down. Like, take a U-turn now. Right. Like, she'll just <laughs> like, like, but you can change, me. you know, you like, can change the, um, the voice. Yeah. So my daughter's is like this really nice Australian dude. Yeah, I think it's kind of something like that. Yeah. This yeah. lady is upset at me. My yeah. brother, I should do that. I should my brother has a Snoop really? I love it. Directed him. Yeah. Yo, homie, take a right. Yo, homie, <laughs> yo, homie take a right. Yeah. I did notice when I'm on vacation and we use GPS, and I don't know why it does this. Maybe it's just me. It sends us through the worst ghetto it can possibly find. Oh, because you're doing ways. Oh, is that ways? That they're they're teaching you ways. I think you're right. I think and, it is ways. Yeah, because then ways will tell you. So yeah, one time we were taking um, ways to get to the USC game, and USC is. Um, yeah. in downtown LA and you have to go through so we were going through and I told my husband don't take ways we're going to save one minute and have a headache you know just take the regular way he's like no I'm taking ways and then um, and so then 
they're like, oh, this is taking so long. Dad, you took the wrong way. And my husband, you know, never will admit he's wrong. So he's like, no, we got to see like a part of LA that we never get to see. And my son goes, what? Hobos peeing in the street? He's like, I've seen it before. We should have stayed on the freeway, Dad. I was like, all right. I love that. Hobos peeing in the street. And the fact that he uses the word hobos, I'm like, I don't think we're allowed to use that word anymore. Don't you just love that you're in a new town? Like, uh, Sacramento pops to mind. We, we stayed at bed and breakfast in Sacramento. Yeah. And we went downstairs and said, we just feel like taking a walk. And the guy goes, okay, I'll go outside with you. He go, I said, what? Hmm. He goes, okay, I'm just going to go outside with you. So he goes outside and he goes, you can go that way and that way and that way. But don't Do go this way. Do not go that way. <laughs> it's like, okay. They did that to me in San Antonio, Texas. Did they really? Yes. The hotel guy came don't out. Go I wanted to go to the store and he was like, you can go this way, this way. Don't go that way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I love <laughs> One that. block over is crazy. No, it's, and you know, I travel a lot for stand-up, so I... You know, sure. I find that too, and I'm always, and now I am kind of a little more conscious. Like, I'll go down and I'll say, okay, I gotta get my nails done. Like, tell me where to go. Because I went to this one nail place in Cleveland, and they like lock the door behind them and like have a guard. I'm like, this is not a pleasant experience for me. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. I just wanted to just like, I need security to get my yeah. nails done. Yeah. No, yeah. Worth yeah, to get your nails done, you need security. Right. That's not good. Yeah, it's but so good. you never know. It's like, that's what's different about all these different communities and you know some sometimes i come back a year later and i'm like oh what the hell happened to this town yeah, like it's yeah, crazy yeah. yeah with bringing it down again sorry guys well, I mean, <laughs> let's talk about opiate addiction yeah well yeah. that's a good it's point. a it's a really good point because it's it's some it literally can attack a town yep. and take it down yep in such it's a true. short period of time it's really horrible i and speaking of sacramento last time i was there um I just looked around and went, "What the hell is all? What's what all this homelessness?" Oh, the homelessness in California is horrible oh, right now. Oh God! In Northern California, where I live, Southern California, it's out of control. Mm-hmm. And well, also our our government uh, there, you know, our mayors, they don't know what to. They don't take any action. They don't know what to do. So they just allow them to like build up these tents and stuff. Oh, it's just ridiculous. We, we have that here now. Too. Yeah, and we have it here now too. Yeah. I rode by it for the first time yeah. the other day. I was like, oh my god, this is real. Yeah, and then <laughs> this is real. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, they are. I know the Hennepin County Sheriff, uh, other county sheriffs in town, the mayors and uh, prosecutors met yesterday, mm-hmm. and they are now talking about how to handle. Uh, the homeless uh, and mental health people, mm-hmm. uh, people they're facing who are committing crimes, who are uh, mentally ill. Yeah. Because uh, they are really starting to figure out most of the people in prison are mentally ill. Well, yeah. Yes, because it's yeah because they're violent and it's it's such a hard thing because it's like. You can't make them take their pill every day, you right. know? And the minute they start to feel good from taking the pill, they go, oh, they you don't have to take this it. pill anymore. Yeah. Right. And, true. you know, and if you are homeless or you're struggling and you're not mentally ill, you have the wherewithal to go and be put so. on food stamps, food stamps or get temporary housing or use the facilities that we have for people, you know? It, it's not that we don't have it. It's just that they're either on drugs or they don't mm-hmm. have the mental way to go and keep clean and whatever. So it's just, it's just hard. It's sad and weird, you know. But the other day I was driving and I was at stop sign and this guy is white. He had flowing hair. He looked like he could be like a J. Crew model, okay? Mm-hmm. And he's holding a sign 
and I'm not giving him any money. I'm at the stop sign, you know, and he's right. holding a sign. And I'm like, no, you're like a babe. Like, go be an Instagram model. Like, you could go sell some flat tummy tea right now. You're I don't know what you're babe. doing on the corner. That's what I was going to say. It's and I'm like, you're, you're completely physically fit. You're young. Like, stop it. And and then he got pissed that I wasn't giving any money. So then he stood in front of my car and we're getting off the freeway. So now we're bothering traffic all the way behind. I'm like, I called 911. I'm like, I'm calling 911 right now. And so then he found a new corner. He's not in he my neighborhood. He's corner. not in my neighborhood anymore. Because I was like, no, sorry, not you. So how old was Babe? <laughs> he was like 22 and oh like. Oh my God. And gorgeous. Ran away 22. from home. Yeah, he, he looked like he had, yeah. Yeah. He looked like he had yeah. $200 <laughs> like <laughs> honey golden he highlights. Oh, did he? Yeah, he had like JLo highlights. Yeah, yeah. I was like, seriously. <laughs> That's what happened. He had a fight yeah. with his parents or something. Yeah. Grandma yeah. put him out. Now he's on the corner because he doesn't know what to do. Yeah, Life's I, so over. Yeah. yeah. I have seen. We talked job. about last week about the shift change, you know, the. Bangers. Oh, the shift change, yeah, when yeah. it comes to change, change. and the sign. Yes. Hand the sign to each other. I've seen people wearing better clothes than me standing out there. Oh, sometimes. totally, like shoes and shoes stuff? Shoes and, and coats and whatnot. Now, I used to work with homeless kids, and I know that some of that may have come from an agency or something. Right. But if you're taking stuff from an agency, most of them have programs that are probably can help you gain employment. Right, yeah. And they choose not to do in some cases choose not to go through the program right What's well i mean look you know whenever face, they've done those things where they sometimes when they follow people someone you know they, they've done like studies on it or you know secretly filmed it or whatever and sometimes they make like like 120 dollars in like less than two hours mm -hmm. i mean you know depending on what you're doing so and then of course so at like our church and stuff, they just have like subway gift cards and things. So if somebody comes by the church mm. and it's like, can you help? Or, mm -hmm. you know, they give them the subway gift card, let them go get some lunch at a place that right. doesn't sell alcohol. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a really, like, if you want to give to people, that's what you should do. You should buy right. gift cards at places that don't sell alcohol, that they can get a hot meal of their choice. Because sometimes they don't like the way your leftover steak mm -hmm. was cooked. And they're like, I like it better done, ma'am. And, you know, that's awkward, too. When you're like, would you like this filet mignon? They're like, no, I wouldn't. I really prefer Or you to. can give them information on where to go. Yeah. Because we used to I do outreach. I tell people where to go all the time. Yeah, I know you. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you do. But we used to do out <laughs> outreach. Yes. I and bet we would, you do. we would have pamphlets or cards of different places they could go to yeah to get help but you know but like they I got said, it. if it's like a mentally ill person that's not right. going to go and you just want to make sure they're going to get fed that day, that's the best right. way. To know that you like didn't like just keep a bunch of like five dollar ones in your car or whatever, and then you feel like you're doing like the Christian thing, but you're not giving them five dollars that they might put in their right. arm. Right. You know. My mother told would tell she told us a story. She had there were nine of us, and she told us a story of a man that we would always see downtown begging, and he was just like the character uh trading uh, eddie murphy in trading places oh, yeah. when they first picked him up yeah he was acting like he had no legs this guy was basically he could contort his legs and make it seem like he couldn't walk oh god and my and we walked by and we were all like mom can we give that man some money she's like no i saw him not too long ago at a club dancing there you go that story has always stuck with me it's I, like yes. am i being am i do you imagine nice being at the nightclub and you're like, um, didn't I see you on the corner of whatever, whatever in a wheelchair? Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I don't know why people do things like that. I just they just don't want to work. But they, they, I thought they had stats of some people make 
very good money. Yeah, they do. do yeah. Yeah. Uh, doing that. It's a woman in Atlantic City who's rich from doing it for years. She has a home in Galloway, which is like obviously offshore, and she comes out to the island and beg for money up and down the streets, sitting on benches, looking raggedy and everything, and then goes home to this big beautiful house and it's like it's ridiculous. <laughs> Do you imagine like wake up in your nice house and then you're like you know put on like dark circles under your eyes and you know right. like a it's, raggedy it's wig. Like you can go through all of that. You need God. to go get a real job. Right. Yeah. But you I, have you, the mind. You have the yeah, ability. But it's true. It's it's like Tom has talked about. You have all the, the acting time. chops. Why right. don't you go to some local theater? Like right. For real though. You know. Like, you know this is your talent. <laughs> you you have people like investors and whatnot to steal money from their clients right the same energy it takes to steal the money from their clients they could help their clients and actually get more money that way because their clients would get more money yeah like when you ever watch like american greed right like with these ponzi type schemes where someone's like giving their all the money and they this one woman she actually like cut and pasted like the wells fargo had and then like how much money they were making and oh, did all yeah. this stuff and would send it to them but I was like, well, what is she doing all day in her office if she's not investing the money? Is she just reading a People magazine? Like, but they, she was spending all the money. She, you know, and I was like, well, how weird that you have an office and you're just pretending to be. And when do you think, you just think it's never going to catch up with you? Like, I that's know. what I don't get. That is so bizarre to me, those Ponzi scheme things. We will be right back, Tom Bernard. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority's also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. He's well, too, though. We are definitely back. I have learned something already today. What the hell is that? I don't... It's not a fire alarm. Right. Like, are we supposed to be running? I don't think it was this. Oh. Well, I don't know what that was. Oh, it's for my special announcement. Uh-oh. What is it? Okay. My new special I'm going to take advantage of that. Okay. My new special announcement is I'm going to give back. I'm going to drive around, and when people are holding up signs, asking for money, I'm going to get out of the car and correct the sentence structure. 
What? You get a you know, I agree. You know, there's gra- give, give, you're right. Give. There's grammar police on social media. You could be the literal grammar police that actually goes and gives out citations to homeless people that did not do their sign not in doing. proper Sentence connotation. Sentence is wrong. Yes. wrong. I have Instead to admit, I hate doing... that, though. Them post that's like, dude, you couldn't spell this right. Come on. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you got the nerve try. to be on here going good. crazy and then exactly. you spelled everything wrong not doing good to not doing well yeah. right that's one that's the first one i'm doing i'm not doing too good it's too well <laughs> yes <laughs> good exactly that's all i do is give 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 that's all i do well i'm amazed that you haven't heard about those people being hit by cars either accidentally right. or purposely oh yeah it does yeah. happen yeah, um, you know, because happen. they, in some places, they are aggressive. They do that in Russia all the time. They'll jump in front of cars and yeah, they sue will. Them. That's really? why everyone in Russia has a dash cam. Oh, that's right. Oh, they do. That's right. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Dash. Oh, Andy's going to take your picture. <laughs> oh, okay, great. <laughs> she's like, let's. Oh, she's like, oh, great. Let me give you the neck. <laughs> I'm just acting like I'm saying something witty. Yeah, I'm a finger up. She was <laughs> giving me you. the finger, Andy. You took her picture and she gave me the finger. Thank you. Now, let me ask you so you're uh, father and son. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you like working with your father? Mm. That's. Good. Off, off the air what question. was it like in high school? Did people all know that your dad was a celebrity? Yeah. Out in Dayton, we grew, I grew up in Dayton. Yes. And yeah, out there especially, pretty much everyone knew, you know, they all listened, their dads listened, and they all knew who I was. So did you love that, or was it hard? It's always how it was. So, so I guess I don't know. really know any different, yeah. Because I always, like, you know, I always tell my sons, like, you know, what... You know, I'll say, you know, what kind of, what other mother is doing stand up in front of people? You know, what other mother is singing in front of a bar? What other mother's wearing a short black mini? Only me. <laughs> you know, like you should be grateful. You could have just a boring mom, you know, it's that's true. just like driving, going to soccer practice. I'm focused on myself, which is what. <laughs> But listen, I was just telling her that um, my son's getting his. She said, um, face, "My though. son, my son is getting his license soon." Oh, this and cool. we have a truck that he will have, and she drove me in the House of Comedy car. So it's one of those wrapped right. cars. Yep. And so I wrote to my husband. I sent a video of the wrapped House of Comedy car, and I sent to my husband. I go, listen, we need to sit Drake down and tell him that we are wrapping. The car with my image and my podcast juicy scoop. I love and I that. Is, his face. Yes, and I'm that is the only way he's going to be able to drive. So how hard do you want to drive? Because he actually is one of those kids that does want to drive and like have this little bit of freedom. And um, I think that would be amazing. I almost want to just do it just for a month, just for the Instagram videos of, of like just humiliating him. Because I tell <laughs> it to my kids. Nice. I'm like, you know, this is my business. So like, I'm sure. So during those years that he was in high school, would you share? stories about him on the radio and stuff oh yeah oh yeah i still do <laughs> and did, how did you feel about that again ever since i was born that's just how it was exactly so. that's that's what i tell well, my kids i yeah. go they've accepted it because i go you know some people own a farm they make their kids wake up at five in the morning and pick <laughs> well, corn yeah. right i i corn. will exploit your life for my comedy act and Pretty that much. is what pays for everything in this home. So mm-hmm. you have to accept it. Yeah. So but, do you think that's a, that was so it worked out? You seem pretty adjusted. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's better than you know. Than picking if your corn. parent all of us. Well, yeah. 
And if your parent like gets famous when you're older, and then it starts happening all of a sudden, yeah, and you don't really. Weird. Growing so up think, with something is a lot different. So than, you're glad that your dad was not a Real Housewife, because those women well, became famous like later in life. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. And it does kind of screw up their kids sometimes. Yeah, it Although really it does. Has changed. Because when you were a little kid, it was like, oh, God, your dad's Tom Bernard, blah, blah, blah. And then when you were, like, uh, in your 20s, oh, man, my family listens to your dad every day. And now that he's 32, he gets, your dad's an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, nah. He tries to deny it. When I I did the show with with Tom and I was part of the crew, um, my son would tell me things like... um, because I also was working college football at the time. And so all of his friends thought I was like this unbelievable person. And he, sure. and his response was, yeah. Right. I mean, he would go to college yeah. bowl games and, uh, you know, he, you know, he'd get things from KQ or we'd get things from KQ or this, that, and the other. And his friends, oh man, I can't believe your dad did. And his thing was, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that he was that was just his life, and that's what he was used to. Yep. I I'm totally opposite. I make sure that they know that I'm the only mother that can give them free game cards <laughs> at David Buster's. There you because go. Because I post about David Buster's, and therefore I get Ooh, free game David cards. Buster. And yeah. David Buster's is the Las Vegas for like you know preteen yeah. oh, yeah. boys. Yeah. So um yeah so I I constantly just say you know you better be grateful I for never, what I never you thought have. of that. We're going to have a future group of guys who go to Vegas because of <laughs> David Buster's. Probably true. That it's probably awesome. True. Yeah. But no, I always make sure that they know um, how lucky they are. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Why not? If you're, you're, you're shoulder to the wheel, they can yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. I, but, that makes total sense to me. I have yeah. no problem with that at all. Exactly. It's like, you listen, if it weren't for me, you'd be living under a bridge. <laughs> it, absolutely. Uh, that's you, what I that's said. But, I mean, I would love it if one day, like, my kids were producing my show and working for me. So I, I think it's great that you guys work together. I want to know about Juicy Scoop. Okay. Well, Juicy Scoop's my podcast. I've had it for over three years. It's Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's truly been the the biggest and best thing that's ever happened in my career, better than being on TV Good. or anything, Good. because I, you know, I started to do it after Chelsea lately ended, just thinking, well, I guess it's time I have a podcast. Like, you know, I kind of was like, mm. yeah. and then yeah. I was like, I really didn't even know how many people would listen or what, and then it just really took off. And the podcast listener is such a loyal listener; yeah. they're educated, yeah, they they're are. smart, so it's like it's just a great audience, and so. That really drives my stand-up shows, and sometimes mm-hmm. I do live juicy scoops, like you know, at the comedy club. So I'll actually almost produce a whole hour and a half brand new show, which is a lot of work. Um, but it's been really fun. So it's whatever I've always used the that expression, like "give me the juicy scoop," and so I just did it on that. So it's mostly funny with comedians and whatnot, but also it's like if something juicy is happening in the news or. I have some come on that wrote a really interesting memoir about their life, whatever that might be. Then I can have like a great hour long interview 
of something really juicy and intriguing. So I kind of like took it like I was always, you know, as a kid that was raised on Oprah. So I loved that some of her shows were like groundbreaking, like the first person to, you know, explore like hoarding or something. Or she's about to be giving away cars. Or she's giving away cars or she's like talking (laughs) to a movie star. Or she's like talking to a movie star, you know. So I kind of like that it's like a little of all of that. And then, of course, like any podcast, it's, you know, free. So just you listen to it however you listen to podcasts. It's every Mm -hmm. Tuesday and Thursday. You can Mm -hmm. go back and listen and it's been it's been fun you know and it's great now i'm at a level where like people are being pitched to me um like certain publicists and stuff will ask their their clients to come on so then that makes it a little easier that i'm not like hustling yeah i mean that's that's yeah. exactly it i i have a uh, controversial question to oh. ask the ladies in the room. oh please well, do you, our, you can ask them i'm so excited yes. okay, I'm i don't confused. have to because i already know your answer okay and I so. answer. oh, oh well. i want to be the lead um were you? It oh. sounds like you were, but were you all uh, Oprah Winfrey fans? Hundred percent. I used to ride my bike home really? from school. Okay. I mean, guys, my woman. I yes. Think. I mean, I, I watched it, but I wouldn't say I was a fan. Shy. <laughs> no, I mean, if you no? were, you were. If you were, all right. If you weren't, no. I mean, I'm, I'm older than you guys, so for t- no, me, it no, was a no. big part of so my for upbringing. Me, can I be honest? Like yes. TV shows and everything like that is awesome. Oprah is amazing. She does a lot of great things. Right. I'm on a fence though with her on some things. Tell me what you're on the fence. I about. will not. It's juicy, please. I do. will not. It's Are you juicy. afraid? Are you afraid I that I will be- not? I, yeah, because I think it's gonna be a little. Like you think she's got like a beehive, like Beyonce, that'll come out after you if you say something negative about her. <laughs> <laughs> I like she probably it. does. Does Beyonce do that? Sick people? Oh, she, she will. She doesn't sick the people, but the fans are so oh, rabid yeah. that if yeah. you say one negative yeah, thing, they'll they're called a well, beehive and not, they'll swarm not, on you. It's not so much well, negative. It's just um. What I don't I believe what is her purpose now? You know what I mean? Like is it all She's yeah, she's got with, the money, she's got everything, she just kinda Is it all with good intention and you know, that's my thing with it. Is she wholehearted with what she's doing still? Well, I mean Was I, it always that way? You know what I mean? Like where is she coming from? People corrupt right, too easily. Well, right, right. Now, and I feel like she's almost in that mix now. But you know who else? Hmm. Sally Jesse Raphael. Oh, with those red glasses. I remember her. I love she just disappeared off the face of the earth. I love her. She, uh, but with Oprah, I mean, you know, in her defense, she's in her mid 60s. She gave, she worked really hard. Oh, she opened she doors just, for. Right. If she just wants to do a, the cover of her magazine and be airbrushed and walk around Montecito with Gail picking strawberries, then let her do that. Right. You know, she's so, what is her purpose today? Who knows? But to me, I I loved her shows and her episodes. Several episodes really stuck with me. So then I'm I, I grateful can, for that. I can attest to that. No, yeah. uh, the reason why I asked that was because I, right. I have four sisters. And yes. their age range is 65 through um, 50, what, 55. Yes. And um, they basically were not big Oprah fans because... And it was because also because of our mother, mm-hmm. because they, they do not think, and my mother did not think that Oprah did enough in the black communities. Right. And I was trying I to touch like that put, without touching no, that. I mean, she, that's <laughs> why I didn't want to say nothing. I mean, she probably, she? she probably didn't. I mean, when you think about the show, um, her audience was probably middle-aged white women. Yes. I mean, when they show the audience, middle-aged it, white it women. was quite white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Which is fine, and I get it, but that's obviously was a career move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, well, well, where were your intentions? Where are they now? You know, Can I get my impression of, of why I don't like Oprah? Yes. You don't like Oprah either? No. Why? Because when she's talking to Jeff Cesario, who just walked in the room. <laughs> do you guys know one another? No. Hi. You Jeff look Cesario? familiar. How yes. are you? How are you? Good. Good, Good to see you. He look like you got a lot of funny stuff to yeah. say. <laughs> Big shot, big shot, writer, performer. Anyway, here's my problem with Oprah. Because I did grow up in in the inner city. She will talk to somebody, and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to talk to Heather McDonald. So, Heather, I I really enjoy your comedy, and it's really nice to meet you, and it's really uh, nice to have you in studio. So thank you very much for your time. I'm going to not talk to Shy. Well, goddamn, girl. (laughs) Yeah. What? Where the hell does that come from? Is it does it remind you of like when Hillary Clinton went and spoke to yes. the black people and said that she kept hot sauce in her purse? <laughs> I know. She's I think that's what killed that it for her. When she brought up the hot sauce comment, I was like, "She's never gonna live that." I down. mean, come no. on already. Because that's the go-to. It's like if white people see black people, and it's like, okay, let me change this music station. Let me. If you get in the lift, it's like, dude, I don't even like rap. What? what because yeah. the dreads? Like, come on, really? Did we just change the whole station? Got your that. car. That's hilarious. I'm not that's okay with I that. Do. I was just gonna say there's a. <laughs> There's a Don't change former your station gopher. from easy listening to. <laughs> because I got in a car, right? Like, there's a former gopher football coach, and no, it's not Glenn Mason. Mace would never stoop to anything like this. All right. Had a recruit, big time recruit, waiting outside his office oh, no. to talk to him. Before he went out to greet the kid, he thank you. He put rap music on as loud as he could. Put a ball cap on oh, and turned God. it and oh, came no, out saying, yo, 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 yo wow. what's up? And the kid looked at him and said, I ain't coming here. Right. How do you, I you lost think respect. I might like country music? Why are you pigeonholing me? I love Faith Who. I like yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. And the kid girl. did. He went somewhere else. Well, yeah. You know, because like, the tone of my voice, some people on the phone think I'm black just because of the tone of my voice, not the accent or anything. And I do get treated differently. It's really weird. I bet you do. That's great. So they meet you. So I, like, that's funny. Kind of You're bilingual. Once I realize I'm going <laughs> to benefit from that, I, I, I put it on. It's like, well, goddamn, you know, I'm just down here calling you today and seeing what's up. So I play the role. Why not? Yeah. Right? But they, they do because of the, the tone of my voice. They think you I'm could black. Do like late it's night inevitable. You know, when I, but speaking of yeah. recruiting football players, Ladies I went to USC. There were some of my sorority sisters that were on this special committee. Oh, yeah. I know what group you're talking about. Yeah, on this committee. And then they'd say, you want to come? You want to come and meet the football players? They were, they're, you know, we get dinner provided for us and everything. Just so there's like hot girls Girls there. there. And I was like, and I was kind of like, well, I'm sure they're hot, but they're like 17 and I'm 20. So like, I'm not interested in like meeting them. But that was like an actual like extracurricular activity that you could sign up for, which is like, Hot girl, hang out with the seniors that might be our football team. Even <laughs> like video game uh, conferences at, have those happen now. at yeah. every school. I yeah. found out today happened one at Wisconsin, thing. It happened at Minnesota, it happened at U.S. It happened at every school. And this yeah. just puts an exclamation point on what I was just about to say. I just learned today that if JB meets a woman he's never met before and she's very pretty, 
Every segment goes too long. <laughs> you know what? This is the most he's ever yeah. said. Ever. You got ever. that right. I have to Did let I, you. Am I wrong? You got that right. <laughs> so he's usually in the corner <laughs> showing. He no, is usually I, in the corner showing. Look at him. Look at him. Ear to ear. I'm going to be honest. You right. I didn't work today. And I got to, uh, and I got got to nothing sleep. Nothing to do with Not it. I got to sleep in. I didn't have to get up at 4.30. Sleep is. It matters. Thank you, Andy. Andy, stop. Oh, he didn't eat his food over here. He had so much to say today. He oh, was just gonna... really? He was doing wow. it. He was really? doing it. He didn't even eat his food. Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is going to be the end of the fine ass white woman show. And... <laughs> Unbelievable. Terrible. Heather, even a joy. Thank, Thank you, you so for much coming. for having really me. Really great having you in. Ju- okay, Juicy Scoop Juicy is available Scoop. Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah, just Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. You can listen to any episode that you want. and um, So please subscribe and then come, if you're in town, come tonight to the House of Comedy. Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow night. Very good. Now my last impression of JB. Yes. I called you here today for a bit of bad news. <laughs> You're unbelievable. <laughs> my side is up on it too, though. I my love this. Never I'll been that you. low. And like I said, I actually got sleep today. Mm, that's what it is. Yes, I didn't eat because I slept. Uh-huh. And it was early, actually. He's usually yeah. only walking in with people. That's, it. that's right. You got a full night's sleep. A lot happened and today. And I took the day off today. Oh, yes. Normally I'm oh you took the day off today for this, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> now I know. I'm giving, I know. I'm giving up now. I'm giving up. Ladies and gentlemen, Heather McDonald <laughs> Thank tonight you so and much. tomorrow night, House Comedy. Shy, always a joy having you in the studio. Same, same. I love the fact that you spotted the same I'm thing. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, Heather, like, it was wonderful to have you in. <laughs> pick on is that how he talked pick on the black guy yeah, just like every other comic does yeah. oh, oh wow wow terrible we'll wow. be back Tom on our show Thanks.